Hey, thanks for listening to the Legacy Church Podcast. My name is Kyle Papano. I'm the pastor of Legacy, and I'm so glad that you're listening today. We're telling stories and sharing interviews all in an effort to help you do one thing, experience what God can do through you. Enjoy the episode. Hey guys, this is a different episode uh, than normal just because I felt like this is something that our entire church needed to hear. This was a conversation that we had in our small group on a Tuesday night a few weeks ago, and I felt like it would really add value to your walk and, and kind of help explain even some of the culture of our church. I hope you get something out of it, so take notes and leave a comment. Let me know what you thought. hope you enjoy this. Um, I want to talk to you guys tonight about uh, the topic of honoring people. Honoring people. What do you guys think honor means? Respect. Respect? Okay. Like full allegiance to that person. Full allegiance. That's cool. Being loyal to them. Being loyal. Good. Respecting people and then reciprocating... Love for a person, or not love for a person, but reciprocating, um, understanding with a person. Okay. Also respecting uh, the place they have, maybe if it's like someone who's in authority. Mm -hmm. Acknowledging them. Acknowledging them. Cool. Cool. Um, I know a lot of times we get this uh, this rule, well, it's, it's one of the commandments that God gives us is to honor your father and mother. And we sometimes get that mixed up with respecting because in our culture, there's not a lot of, uh, there's not a lot of space between honor and respect. But when we look at what the Bible specifically asks of us, it is honoring our parents, right? And so I'm not going to be talking about that tonight. So there just, there tends to be uh, kind of a misunderstanding of what honor is. And when, when the Bible says, honor your father and mother, or we honor those in authority, honor is always given. Respect is always earned. Mm-hmm. Honor is saying, hey, for the place that you hold, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to value you. Mm-hmm. Respect is for what you mean to me. I'm going to value you, and I'm going to give you more say into my life. Um, and I think instead of it looking always like, oh, we just have to honor our father and mother, we need to realize that we were called to honor each other first, right? The way that Jesus said it is uh, love your neighbor. So to Jesus, honoring looks like loving, looks like caring, looks like taking care of, looks like uh a bunch of different things, but if we will honor each other first, um, I think it, it really will set the tone for how our relationships go. We've spoken a lot about different relationships, whether that's romantic or parental or uh, just friend to friend. And if you'll honor people across the board, I think it will set the tone for all of your relationships. And when I say set the tone, I mean it will bring a godly tone to all of your relationships. Because honor is expressing the value that you have set on a person in your life. It's expressing the value that you've put on them. So when I talk about um, how I honor my wife, well, I have put value on her life. And I've kind of set her in a place where she's pretty much 
my number one. So there's nobody who's going to come to me and mean more to me than my wife. Okay? I believe that God is over everything, and so I honor him as my, my father for who he is. He is God. But then my number one is my wife. I love and I care for her. She's, she's number one. But then I also honor my son. Because if I will honor my son, he's going to mirror that. And I don't, I don't give him honor to manipulate him. I give him honor because I'm wanting to set the tone for that relationship. I'm wanting to teach him, hey, what does this look like for everyday life? Well, I want him to honor his mother, so I'm going to honor his mother in front of him. To the best of my ability, Brittany and I, uh, we really do our best not to disagree with each other in front of Levi. We're a united team. I don't need him coming to me after mom has already told him no to something, coming to me and saying, hey, daddy, can I do this? And I'll be like, yeah. And there has been uh, at least one time where this has happened already, and he's only two and a half, little little bugger has learned quick, uh, where he'll come to me and say, you know, can I have uh, a cookie or a pouch or something like that? And I'll say, oh, sure. And I'll hear Brittany in the room, hey, I told him no. And at that moment, I have the opportunity to honor my wife by telling my son, hey, mommy said no. Uh, here's what we're going to do. You're not going to come to me and ask when she's already said no. Her word is my word. He may not understand everything, but I'm already setting the tone for what the relationship needs to look like. How much honor you give to something or someone determines how much you can receive from them. So if I don't value you, if, and if I don't express that by way of honor, if honor is, is expressing value, uh, then I'm probably not going to receive a lot from you. I'm probably not going to let you speak into my life on a, on a level that maybe other people would. If we will honor each other first, if we will spend time making sure that people know the value that they have in our lives... It sets the tone for the entire relationship moving forward. So when, when we have a disagreement and people know that you have honored them over time, well, then the disagreement is no longer an exit ramp for the relationship. It's just a speed bump. You know what I mean? And there's, there's a huge difference there to saying, hey, I'm out. We, as soon as you have a conflict with someone, if you're constantly writing people off and burning the bridge and you're constantly flying down the freeway and you're alone, something's wrong. And I want to challenge you, honor people. Honor them. Love on them, care for them. Uh, and, and honor looks different to every person. Because it looks the same to you because you're saying, hey, I'm honoring you, but you know what that means for you. But what one person would take as honor, someone else would just take as a favor. You know, I'm thinking like... Um, what you guys did for us on Sunday, praying over us as, as the pastors, super meaningful to me. I'm super grateful uh, in case you guys didn't know, uh, you guys, someone on behalf of you guys, gave us uh, uh, gift cards to go to dinner in that, that envelope that they gave us. And that is so special to me because you guys understand my family means everything to me. So instead of giving me something uh, of value that maybe you would put value on, you figured out what 
I value, and that's my family. So I got a date with Brittany out of the deal. Awesome. I got words of affirmation, which is my like number one love language. That's awesome. That might not mean as much to somebody who has um, quality time as their love language. So honoring can look different in each one of our situations. It's your job to stay humble, but it's my job to honor you. So it's your job not to get a big head. It's your job not to be conceited, but it's my job, even as your pastor, to honor you. And so when I see you guys, I do my very best to call you by name, to give you a hug, to ask you how your week's going, to lovingly care for those moments in your life. Hey, if I know you guys have a test, if I know you guys have a struggle in your friendships with your parents, if I know that you've got a play, you know, like I'm going to do my best to show up because I'm honoring you. And it's not because I think I'm incredible that I show up and this is supposed to honor you. It's I just know that means something to you. And so I'm going to be there to show you that I value you and I honor you. But then it's also our jobs when we are honored, um, like what you guys did for us on Sunday, to stay humble. I, I was crazy humble. I mean, Brittany and I came home and we were like, did you hear the prayer that Kelsey prayed over us? And how cool was it that the whole church came and laid their hands on us? That's happened two or three times in the entirety of our church. And the last time it happened on that scale was launch day, and it meant so much to me because it was, it was us together. There, there isn't so much of a, of a me and you. It's, man, I really feel like we are in this together. And so um, it's your job to stay humble. It's my job to honor you. And we've all got to have this camaraderie in, in uh, our relationships. In fact, look at your neighbor. Look at your neighbor, pick one, whichever one you like more. <laughs> and say it's <laughs> say say it's your job to stay humble. It's my job to honor you. Here's here's something that I'm learning right now, even in our in our leadership and uh, the uh, talking with the staff. Honor. I think it works better when honor starts from the top. And I'm not saying that it can't start from anywhere else, but if it starts from the top, um, it's, it's genuine. It's not manipulative. If it starts by me showing you honor, letting you know that I'm honoring you, I'm not, I'm not trying to get anything from you. I just get to show you that I care. And not to say that it can't start from the bottom, and I don't want it to make, make it look like I'm on top and you're on the bottom, but when, when it starts from the bottom and all of a sudden people just immediately honor the leader, well, sometimes it sets my bells off a little bit. You just met me. Like, I appreciate that you're honoring my position, but you're not honoring me. You're honoring my position. If you're honoring me, it means you've spent time with me, you know what I care about, and you're choosing to invest in those things with me. But if you're just honoring my position, well, it could be, uh, oh, pastor, I want to give you this. Okay, what do you want? 
That's just my immediate go to, and that might. I, I hope it's not jaded of me, but uh, I've just seen it a lot where people try to manipulate the system, and and they want something, and so they're going to try to show you something good and and flatter you. But if it's all mutual, it's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'll, I'll say that it's probably the most Christ-like thing. You see Jesus do it so many times with his disciples where he, he told Peter, like, hey, uh, on this rock, he's using his name. I'm going to build my church. I'm going to use you. Yes, it was, a, it was a metaphor, and yes, there was a lot of other context, but Jesus is choosing to honor Peter by saying, I'm going to build my kingdom through you. The thing that we're all working towards together, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use you to build that thing up. Uh, you see it at the Last Supper, how Jesus feeds the disciples. Even at his last meal, he was serving his disciples. He was honoring them. And literally in the, in the Hebrew tradition, he was, he was serving them. Not so much in a way that would cause them to think less of him but in a way that was, it was top down. It was him honoring those he cared about. It was him showing that, man, we're, we're in this together and I, and I love you, but because you are you, I don't need anything from you, but because you are you, I'm honoring you. Um, I think too, when, um, when we were looking at uh, starting this church, there was an organization that we were looking at maybe partnering with and we went to their training and, and everything looked really good and I remember getting to our hotel and in our, um, it wasn't in our hotel, but as we checked into the, uh, the conference, we were handed a box and the box had uh, two really nice like branded tumbler, tumblers in it. And then it had gift cards for Brittany and I. And we could go to Chick-fil-A. They had a Starbucks card in there. They had uh, like a, I forget the other gift cards, but there was like three or four gift cards in this box for us. And then there was a letter that was handwritten to Brittany and I. And it was like, what in the world is this? Like I've never gone anywhere and been handed this box and it was a present and they don't even know me. The people who wrote this have not even met me yet. But it caused me to pay attention more. Like, man, what, what is going on here? Because see, when it's, when it's reciprocated, now all of a sudden, like, it's get, honor's given to me, I can give it back. Then as we were kind of going through the week there, we, we realized, like, wow, this is, this is a lifestyle for them. This is more than just them trying to impress us. This is the way they live. And we thought, that this is what we want to do. And so any time that we have had uh, guests over here or any time that we have had uh, man, guest speakers at the church, we're taking them out to lunch. We're going to make sure that they're not just sitting in their car in the parking lot. Like, I'm going to meet them in the parking lot and, and carry on a conversation and introduce them to as many people as I can. I want them to get to know the people that they're going to talk to in a few minutes. I, I, this is not a celebrity thing, but I think it's important that when we when we bring somebody in, we give them honor first, because they deserve it for the gifts that they have. They deserve it because of what God has put in them, and I believe that of every single person. Uh, it's why when when you come to our church, you get hugged. 
I, I mentioned it on Sunday. There was uh, a guy who came in last week, and he said, "I just it was so cool to be greeted by almost every person in the room." And you know what? What he thought was super natural uh, is natural for our group. I'll give you that. But there were also text conversations that were happening in the back. Hey, let's we see these new people. Let's make sure we we get them plugged in. It's not manipulative. It's us honoring our guests. Hey, we know what it's like to go somewhere and not know anybody. Let's make this easy for them. Let's reduce the anxiety level just a little bit so that we know um, we did our best to honor God, but we also honored our guests. And they feel like, oh, man, this is a cool place. And he said, I really loved that it didn't feel forced. He said, it didn't feel like anybody was trying to get employee of the month by being a, an aggressive <laughs> greeter. <laughs> and you guys all know who those people are. Um, so then let's, let's flip this. Um, when, when we talk about, uh, you know, if it's your job to stay humble, it's my job to honor you. Well, then when, when you guys honor me, I really do my best to stay humble. And, and I'll be honest with you, all of my life, I've struggled with pride been my biggest issue and I think there's there's a reality that has set in over the last two years where I understand my role in your life better than I ever have um, I understand my role in the life of our church better than I ever have and my role is to be humble my role is to be the lead pastor and servant um, I'm, I'm definitely not saying this to inflate myself, but one of the ways that I got a job out of college, out of a stack of people, was on my resume, it says, you know, Kyle Papano, worship pastor, um, and I listed all of the programs that I know how to use. I'm proficient in, in you know, these instruments, and I know how to lead these kinds of bands, but then I also put... Um, that floor scrubber and toilet cleaner and hallway vacuumer as part of the job description that I knew these are my responsibilities. In fact, I wrote a list of things um, seven years ago. I have a list on my phone and it says, be this kind of pastor. And I started seven years ago telling myself what I was going to be like. And one of the things is I am not above cleaning toilets. And so Sunday mornings in the guy's restroom, I make sure those toilets look good. And that's not because I want the toilet to look good for me. It's because I honor you guys. It's one of the ways that I can tell that a place cares about me is how they treat their bathroom. Mm -hmm. If your bathroom is a mess, <laughs> if, if there's hair all over the sink, uh, if there's toothpaste in the sink, I know you don't care. <laughs> At least you don't care about me. Uh, you can live however you want to live behind your closed doors. You enjoy that. I'm seeing a lot of convicted looks on faces. I'm not trying to, to convict you. But what I can say is... Um, I need to clean my bathroom. Well, look at it this way. Um, if you call me bro, I know how much value you put in me. If you come into my house and you open my cabinet and you start eating my food without my permission which has happened I know how much value you put on me 
But if you address me as Pastor Kyle, if you come and ask me questions about, hey, I'm going through this in your life, I also know how much value you've assigned to me. I also know by that how much I can speak into your life. Because if you're just calling me bro, you're going to treat me like your bro. And it doesn't matter what I have to say, you, you may or may not take what I have to say. But if you're coming to me saying, hey, Pastor Kyle, well, I know the influence now that I have in your life. And I take that seriously. And so I know how I can honor you now. You see how it's kind of like this handshake kind of thing? Um, Matthew 25, let's see here. Let's look this up. Matthew 25, 14 um, says, twenty-five fourteen. again, the kingdom of heaven can be illustrated by, is this the right one? It doesn't seem like, oh, yes, 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 yes. Two bags of silver. No, this isn't it. He says, um, oh, if you do it for the least of these, you do it for me. If you do it for the least of these. Now, I used to think like that meant the down and out, <laughs> the homeless, the, the poor. If you do it for the least of these, you do it to me. But it's funny that Jesus says whoever is least will be first in my kingdom. And so the posture of Christ followers, the, the posture of Christians should be, I want to get to the bottom as fast as I can. I want to be the least of these. And so if I'll do it to the least of these, you do it to me. So Jesus is saying, if you'll do it to anybody, you're doing it to me. It's not just the ones who are in prison. It's not just the ones who are hungry. It's not just the ones who are going without food. It's also the ones who are struggling with relationships. It's the, it's the ones who are struggling in school. It's the ones who are struggling with their parents or they're wrestling with suicide or they're wrestling with anxiety. It's the least of these, and it's, it's all of us. And so if, if I'll do it for you, I'll do it for Christ. But then I want to flip that too on its head and say, okay, if Jesus was coming to my house tonight, you think my toilets would be clean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it would be. Uh, if Jesus was coming to my house, do you think my house is going to smell like my toddler's diaper pail? No. And so just legit strategically speaking, we light candles so it smells good in here. Macy loves it. Yeah. She's always curious what the next one is, too. Uh, we make sure that the toilets are clean. We make sure that, you know, you guys have chairs to sit in. Believe it or not, we don't use these chairs while you're not here. They sit here all week in preparation for you to be here. And just being real, I got tired of taking them to the storage unit and picking them up every week. And so I leave them here, and there have been people who have asked, hey, why do you have chairs here? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Every Tuesday night, we've got people coming over that we get to share life with. We honor you even when you're not here. So I guess what I'm asking you is how are you treating Jesus? I can tell what value you give to Jesus. I can tell how you honor Jesus by the way that you honor each other. Are you speaking sarcastically to each other? Are you cutting each other down? Are you caring for each other? Are you waiting till Tuesday night to share all of your burdens? Or are you sharing them during the week where we can all kind of partner together and, and you don't have to wait seven days to get your next fix of, of what heaven's going to be like? 
are we are we honoring each other? If you'll do it for the least of these, you do it to me. That's why we put such a high priority on hospitality. I mean, we could have easily had this meeting outside of the lawn. We could have easily had this meeting at Vanguard mm-hmm. on the pavement, you know. We could have easily had this meeting sitting on the ground, but we chose to say, hey, no, 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 we'll open up our couch. We'll open up our chairs. We'll, we'll open up our home to you so that you feel like, man, I, I belong here. Because this is something that we've valued as a couple. This is something we value as a church. We want people to feel like they belong before they even believe what we believe. You don't have to believe everything we believe to belong here. Now, eventually, the Holy Spirit's going to work on you, and I trust that his work in each one of us will, will lovingly bring us to correction and what his scripture says. So it's not my job to judge you. It's my job to honor you. There is nothing more insidious or, or um, harmful than fake honor. Fake honor looks a lot like trying to get a position quickly. It's not it. I mean, it's why, like, everybody in our church who serves, we got to go through essentials. I went through essentials. We have an equal playing field. That way, when someone comes in and they've got this fake honor, which, by the way, the, the more you're, I don't want to say exposed to it, but the more you're exposed to it, the more you can kind of sense it. Mm-hmm. You could feel when someone's trying to manipulate you. Mm-hmm. I don't want that to be us. It's not the way our relationships should work. It's definitely not the way that Jesus wants it. So I, I just want to impart this to you. Honor people. I, and I'm not saying this so that you honor me more. I'm not insecure about who I am. I, I, don't, I don't need you to tell me. You need to honor people because that's what we were called to do. And I think if we will all take this posture in our lives, we're going to start seeing some dramatic changes in the way that life happens around us. Thank you for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend. Leave a comment and rate this podcast, but make sure to give us five stars. In the description, you can find the website, the socials, and all that good stuff. Special thanks to those who give generously. It's because of you that this ministry is possible. If you'd like to partner with us, you can click the link in the description below. Join us live on Sundays, either in person or on YouTube or Facebook, and we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening.